welcome to Way Too Twog's Bagpipe and History Podcast, where I, your host Jeremy, explores the possible repertoire of 18th and early 19th century bagpipers. Come and let's enjoy some tunes. So this is just a quick little mini episode. Uh, I am going to do a live stream on Monday, April 25th. So as I mentioned in the previous episode, I've been kind of waiting on a set of John Swain border pipes to show up. And I got a notice from FedEx that they uh, have to be delivered tomorrow uh, by noon or something. I need to be around to sign for them before noon. So uh, I went ahead and impulsively and probably horrible luck uh, jinxing uh, scheduled a live stream. So come and hang out with me uh, as I figure out how to play these John Swain border pipes uh, at 6 p.m. U.S. Central Time. Or alternatively, I'll just be crying about the uh, delay in shipping and play other bagpipes. Um, but yeah, I'm going to wind up playing them a bunch, and since, uh, you know, the bagpipes, I really wouldn't have gotten them if it weren't for uh, listeners and supporters from the podcast, I decided to share my <laughs> share my uh, first getting familiar with them with everyone, so uh, for better or worse, I guess that means. So come hang out if you want. Um, yeah, I thought I would, you know, these the set of pipes I'm getting are a set of border pipes. Uh, John Swain calls... Um, what he calls border pipes, most people wouldn't, most other makers wouldn't. Uh, most people think of border pipes, it seems like, as, you know, an instrument from the borders of Scotland. Um, and, you know, so you a bagpipe you'll see in Northern England and, you know, on the border of Scotland or into the lowlands, really. Um, John Swain's pipes are lovely. Um, the chanter that he calls a border pipe chanter has a lot of a lot in similarity with like French and European bagpipes, and it's a sound I really love. Uh, his default key is also in G uh, for border pipes, so really looking forward to playing around with that. Um, Ian Gelston's pipes are in G, and really any um, you know English bagpipers. That's sort of that seems to be the norm for English um, bagpiping tradition is to key or pitch everything in G. Um, and yeah, so I'm looking forward to experimenting with that sound, playing that sound, um, and, and doing that. Uh, John also sells Lowland chanters or Lowland pipes. And so um, thanks to, you know, that Pay the Pipe Maker album, I bought both. So I have a Lowland chanter and A, so I can play duets and things with Lowland pipes. And then uh, got the Border Pipe chanter in G, so I can play some of that other stuff. Uh, mostly I, I wanted to be sure that I'd be able to play with hurdy-gurdies at some point, um, which is the reason I justified getting the G at the time, but really I just I just love that sound. I do a gig occasionally, and with you know moving to the Red River, I think again I will be in a position to play uh, in some more francophone spaces, so having a bagpipe that can sound a little bit more French was a benefit to me as well. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I wasn't sure about border pipes when I first heard them. You know, I spent a lot of time hemming and hawing on this podcast about whether I wanted to get that instrument or not. Uh, and John Charles lent me his and sort of won me over. But I thought, you know, we'll play some tunes from the albums. Kind of my history with border piping traditions, which for me is very much tied to William Dixon. It's expanding beyond that. I've got some episodes coming up soon, kind of looking at William Vickers and John Rook, uh, who 
kind of are, I think, also showing like that border piping tradition. But, you know, Dixon really does feel like the, the granddaddy of it all, or the, the thing that you can be most confident, like, okay, that's the repertoire of a border piper. Um, so I was going to play, I decided to play the first episode, or the first, sorry, the first tune uh, that I really put on the podcast, uh, which was Jack Latin. Uh, Jack Latin, I played on Highland Pipes, and it sort of got me off on this trajectory of eventually hanging out with a bunch of cool border pipers on a regular Zoom meeting and uh, getting, you know, ordering my own set of border pipes. So anyway, here is Jack Latin played by me on Highland Pipes. Uh, this is off my album Oyster Wives Rant.
yeah, just a good tune. Uh, I wound up doing, I think, two or three episodes talking about Jack Latin. Uh, shortly after my Jack Latin episode, uh, Irish Traditional Music Archive released their first just beautifully produced video about Jack Latin, the person and like the historical event which inspired the tune. I guess I'll throw a link to that in the show notes too. Um, you should check it out if you haven't already. Uh, all right, so that showed up on Oysterwise Rant, my first album, and then uh, the next album, the one I released last year in December, uh, was to help pay for these pipes. So uh, I thought I would include some border piping off there. Uh, so we're going to start with another William Dixon tune. Uh, this is The New Way to Morpeth. Uh, I guess to finish it off, this is going to be a mini episode anyway, and sort of a, I guess this is a preview of Pay the Pipe Maker, uh, kind of encouraging people to check that, uh, check that album out if you haven't already. Uh, we'll finish off with Edward II, the minuet, uh, another William Dixon tune. So I guess these have all been Dixon tunes, kind of hoping and thinking about doing a William Dixon thing in the not too distant future. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Anyway, uh, Thanks for listening. Sorry for how short notice this is. I just, you know, the pipes were stalled out in Newcastle for a while, then in Derby for a while, uh, and then once they got to London, it sort of happened quick, um, so I didn't know this was going to happen. I honestly kind of gave up hope of them showing up. I was convincing myself they weren't going to be here for a month, so I would... um, (laughs) <laughs> not be so upset, but uh, they they are here. They are they are in the Midwest, and uh, they have cleared customs. So 
I feel like it is worth the risk to jinx it. And even if not, if they don't show up, I'm going to be in a foul mood and playing bagpipes and hanging out with people is going to solve some of that. Um, so yeah, check out Pay the Pipe Maker. If you haven't already, you can pick it up on Bandcamp or physical copies now. Uh, I also have merch. I forget to mention that uh, on the end of the show. So if you want a t-shirt that says Be Cool Play Bagpipes or I'd Rather Be Playing P-Brock, uh, you can follow the links in the show notes to check that stuff out. Uh, anyway, here is Edward II, and hope to see some of you on Monday night, April 25th, at 6 p.m. U.S. time for some piping and chatting. <laughs> 